Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where I help passionate entrepreneurs condense an hour of business research into 22 minutes of powerful conversations filled with knowledge, stories, and advice to help you achieve your one-year goal in 90 days. From national stages to your earbuds, I'm here to tell you that it's possible to have a profitable and sustainable business without the fear of overwhelm and uncertainty that comes with being an entrepreneur. It's all mojo and none of the fluff. It's time to get motivated in 22 minutes. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. And this is our brand performance podcast. You know, today our performance conversation is with Dr. Anita Caprice Powell. And she is with Vibe and High LLC. She is the mother of two beautiful twin daughters, two son-in-laws, and a, a grandmom to Precious Five. So, wow. You know, as an international spoken word poet, Having traveled to Thailand and Egypt to share her sisterhood connection with the Tap Into You message, she's a metaphysical counselor, she's a vibe coach, a holistic wellness and being well approach. You know, the motto that Dr. Anita Caprice Powell lives by is vibe coaching with a kiss, and it's keeping that simple sweetheart. And so you can hear why we have you on our podcast this week. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, thank you so much, Marlo. Thank you. I am so excited to be here, my sister. Absolutely. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. You know, I just want to raise you up. You know, I've gotten to know you through the Fearless Women's Summit and listening to, you know, who you are in the spoken word. And can you give our listeners some insight about how you've become this poet, this coach, how you're tying all of that together. Basically, just give us your story. Sure, absolutely. That's my pleasure. Well, you know, uh, writing poetry has has been throughout my whole lifetime. I mean, I cannot remember when I was not writing poetry. I used to keep it to myself, though, because I write about my experiences. And I was one of those just deep down inside for, I'm going to say, lack of self-esteem, lack of security. I was one of those, I didn't want people knowing all that much about me. So throughout my life, I would write my poetry, but keep it to myself. My grandmother used to say, you know, Angel, uh, my family used to call, well, still do, um, Angel. And she said, you know, you need to share your poetry. I said, Mama, I'm not letting anybody know uh, about who I am. And I think basic, although that self-esteem component, I'm going to, wow, thank you. That self-esteem component was also about how I actually felt about myself. So, and feeling about myself, just that, (laughs) to be putting it out there to be real, I didn't too much like myself. I, for some reason, I just, that's just part of my growing up as far as in, in, in my own particular consciousness thing. Now it could be, and I'm sure it is, based on experiences that has occurred in my life. You know, that's a good thing because it got me where I am today, which is beautiful. I'm vibing high most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Your energy is just exponential. So yes, you are vibing and we love it. Thank you. Thank you. And then as far as, you know, as far as metaphysics, metaphysical, I became a metaphysician, uh, or I should say I embraced the concept of metaphysics in the 80s because as long as I can remember, I was just sharing this with somebody, as long as I can remember, 
the, 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 the point, I think the peak was when I was 16. But even before I was 16, I remember uh, like looking through like different uh, uh, scripture, Bibles and stuff, going to Ohio and just looking things, but not main, retaining that information because my spiritual journey has always been important to me, always has been important to me. Growing up, this concept of a pronoun man being outside of, of some just didn't make sense to me. And I think that even kind of dealt with my self-esteem because, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, this is me as a child. Well, if God is on the outside, God is a man, I'm a girl, then I must not be worthy because I'm a girl. Mm, Why would God make me a girl when God is a man and God is the all powerful and the all right? So subconsciously, I think that played with me. You know, I really mm-hmm. do. I really, really think that played with me. Right. So, yeah. So in my thing, my quest was, uh, uh, I even, you know, being 16, I remember looking up, walking down the street, looking up at the sky saying, you know, I don't understand my, my relationship. I mean, I don't understand this. How do you, billions of people on, in, uh, in the world, how do you know about me? How do you know about me if you're so far up in there? How do you know that my heart is empty? How do you know that what I've experienced? How do you know that I'm searching for you with all my heart? How do you know these things if you are way up there and I'm down here and I'm a girl? Then again, right. <laughs> you know, right. I'm a girl and you're a man. So I just didn't, I just did not accept that stuff, you know, that, that concept. So I was always just on a spiritual journey. I mean, just look, I've studied Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, you know, Christianity growing up, you know, Christian. So I studied those other types of philosophy, religions, if you will, try, you know, just trying to see, okay, where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? And then uh, one time in the eighties, I was talking with a sister and, and she invited me to this church called Unity. Uh, it's a Unity church. It was, I'm in Detroit. And it was on Six Mile and uh, uh, Woodward where I live. And, and I went in and Marlo, I, t- I mean, when I walked in, I felt the energy. I didn't even know anything about energy before, but I just felt, you know how you feel, but you don't, you don't identify. I, mean, I feel that. I feel you. I feel that. But when I walked into that place, I felt something. And then I had never heard of meditation, never did meditation. And when we were sitting there and the girlfriend at, at the pew, the, 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 the sister who was delivering the service, when she said, it's time to meditate. And we said, they shut the lights down and we just sat and, and was still, I cried. And mm. I cried and I said, oh my God, I'm home. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So then here's the thing though. So at 16, was there a catalyst moment that happened? I mean, what was that like? So, I mean, it's a really high um, frequency for you when you can say I was 16 years old. What was it about you being 16 that you started to question things? That's 16 because when I, that's 16, when I'm walking down the street, I'm taking Marlo, I, and I had one of those, I was one of those like with the big, huge Afro, dyed in blue, black, had my hip huggers and I'm, and I'm walking now. And, and, and I was a, I, I, not to brag, but I was a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel pretty. Mm. I had such low self esteem and I, and, and, and I'm rocking down the street and that's when I was asked, I said, where are you? I need you. I'm lost. I'm alone. And I'm around, fa- I have family, but I felt so by myself. I just did. I felt so lost and I went home and I actually tried to do something. I tried to leave out of here. 
and and when when I'm I'm drifting off to sleep, I, I hear this in our because I I'm learning that the spirit speaks with us in our own voice so that we understand. And I kept hearing, uh uh-uh, uh, it's not your time. Uh uh-uh, uh, it's not your time. You get up. You'll be. You'll you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. So I was able to just wake myself up, and then, um, then especially now, then when my daughters, okay, that's at sixteen. So I knew. I said, okay, that just, I, and something in me said that was not me speaking to me. Right. Right. That was not me. That was okay. I'm. That was my first, first felt of the Creator of energy. Mm, yes. Of that energy that I yep. felt. And I said, oh, and then that led me, kept going on to a path. And, and you know, I mean, you know, that feeling that you think, oh, yeah, everything's straight and, you know, she cool. Now, I've gone through, <laughs> I went down some shadow paths, you know, uh, still searching for my relationship with the creator. I felt that then, but of course, it wasn't an everlasting longitude, no feeling, you know, you know, right. you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, <laughs> and then when my daughters, I have a set of twins, when my babies were born and they are my life, I said, uh-uh, that I knew, I said, I've got to know this relationship because I've got to be able to teach them. Wow. I've got to know that they know that there's a, there's a spirit that's inside of them that is bigger than anything. So you got your doctorate in metaphysical uh, science. Now uh-huh. tell me, like for those listeners that are that are listening to this for the first time, maybe aren't aware, can you give mm-hmm. us some more insight or, or define or describe what that metaphysical science is? Sure, absolutely. You know, to, to sum it up, metaphysics is 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 essentially the study of cos uh, uh, cosmology, how we are connected to the universe. It's the study of ontology, how we are connected to uh, uh, nature, and epistemology, our limited knowledge on how we are connected to it all. So metaphysics is that meta going beyond the physical. It's getting to, I call it the cellular level. I call it the, it's the metaphysics is, okay, when there is disorder and dis-ease, we know that 80% is emotional going beyond the physical and 20% is physical. So that means it's 80% of that, we need to go metaphysically to get to the root of it all. So metaphysics is basically the study of how we are connected with the universe, how we are connected with each other. And it's a science as well as a philosophy. Some people may say religion, but it's more, some people say metaphysical science, some people say metaphysical philosophy. What a wonderful description. I mean, that really just, yeah. And it just shows, I mean, you received your doctorate in it. You, you help. And I mean, obviously there's just so much to you. Now you have a concept of learning to let go. You know, can you give us, you know, and as the people that are listening to this, this episode, um, you know, a lot of the entrepreneurs, a lot of the, like I say, you know, freedom warriors, spirit junkies, the people that who we really, really relation, you know, relate to are these passionate entrepreneurs. You know, what is the concept of learning to let go? How can some of what you do serve them? Absolutely. Learning to let go, that's that vibing high. You know, vibing high, vibration is state of being. You know, our, our, our mind, our thought, learning to let go, learning to let go means see it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then let it go. Don't worry about the how. Mm. Just last year, 2019, that was a confirmation for me because I started wanting to travel with my spoken word. 
Okay. I started a tour in 2018, I think throughout my city. And then in 2019, I, I just set up, I just said it, a, a prayer, you know, the prayers talking with the universe. I just said, I want to travel. Marlo, I didn't say how I wanted to travel. I didn't say where I wanted to travel. I didn't say, well, I want to go to California. I want to go to Canada. Ooh, I want to go to New York. I want to go here. I just said, I want to travel. I said it, I let it go, and the universe took me to Thailand. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, my friend. Start talking. Share that story. Yes, ma'am. I'm saying I had in my mind, I'm Marlo, there's no way in the world. Now, maybe deep in my heart it's in there that, that I just, you know, don't know. But consciously, there's no way in the world I would have thought to, that, that I would think that I would ever share something that I created on stage and in, in another world with other sisters and brothers. No right. way. Right. All I did, that's what I mean. Learn to let go. See the picture, let it go, and let the universe work the flow. Let it go. You know, and I, and I always say there's like a 49-51 rule. Like when we come into the world, like I think 51% of the path is charted, right? I think a lot of our direction is, is charted and we only have to show up 49% of the time. And in that 49%, really listen. Listen to the cues. Listen to the messages, just like you did. Just listen to what's next. What are you hearing when I share that? You know, you're absolutely right. The first thing I thought about when you said the 4951 rule, I said, yes, because before we came on this planet, we already had an agreement with the universe where we, where we came here to teach and to learn. Right, right. And so, I believe because that's where we're given our purpose, right? I mean, we're given our true gift, but absolutely. it is our responsibility to listen. Yes. What is that gift? How do we yes. apply it? How do we make it serve? Who do we serve? Why, you know, and I think that feeds into your concept of, of really learning to let go, really Absolutely. listening to who we are as individuals. And then what is our best right form of service? Absolutely. And that's, and that's one of the things I think that's what we came here to learn. You know, I share with people, sometimes people say, you know, I'm not creative. I said, well, number one, yes, you are, because we're created in the image of the creator, which is energy. So we're all creative. Mm. I mean, when you put one plus one is two and put it on a piece of paper, you're being creative. As far as what we came here, people say, I don't know what to do. I don't know what my purpose is. I said, well, here's just a little map for you. I said, one, what that purpose is, you love it. And you love it so well. And it's like, like Ray Charles said, you do that thing. You do so well, baby. You do it just naturally. And the second component that you can kind of, you can kind of figure out this is your purpose is you're scared to death to show it to anybody. Wow. Wow. Okay. Like you said, you didn't want people to know who you were. Where's no. that coming from? So you said you didn't like yourself so much and you know, you really mm -hmm. didn't want people. What changed for you? What allowed for you to bring that forward? Marlo, when I started really, really going within and swallowing pills that I needed to swallow so that I can grow about myself, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Acknowledging, okay, do I want to accept mm -hmm. this or yeah. do I want to change this? 
because and then really recognizing, hey, you know what? The spirit, the spirit of God, God is however you want to say is within me. That means I am responsible. If that means I'm responsible, that means I am powerful. That means the the essence that is within me. Hey, we we on the business that we can change whatever that needs to be changed. We can do it's, it's about believing, saying, you know what? Yes. Yes, this is this is what I came here to do. And number one, I'm not doing it by myself. Oh, I love it. Oh my God, like you are just raising people up. And you know, that's why, I mean, you are this energy guru that, you know, <laughs> that people are going to turn to. But you know, how do we trust the flow? Because you have a really strong stance about that as well. Trusting the flow. Yes, ma'am. It is a learning. It's a learning process. It's one of those trusting the flow is learning to trust the, the universe, it's also about getting into, you know, Pythagoras said it's all numbers. Einstein said it's all energy. Uh, 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 Tesla said, if you want to know the secrets of the universe, vibration, energy, and frequency. It is all numbers. I, I am an energy person. I will, I will look at the number of the day and go with the universal flow. Like if today is, is nine, I know nine is the number of completion. I'm going to use that supportive energy to complete something. There's also getting aside of that, there's that feeling. It's, it's a trial and error. Once we start feeling and, and first looking in that mirror first, you know, it's like we got to trust. Trusting the flow is trusting on the inside. We have to start trusting on the inside. We got to start on the outside. And what by that, I mean, by that mirror, looking in that mirror, looking at yourself and saying, yeah, I trust. And keep saying, I trust till we get to the point where we trust who we are. We trust the, the, the advice instead of saying, what do you think? 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 Because we're, we'd ask somebody else an opinion of what we should do before we trust our own selves as far as mm-hmm. what we should do. So it's one of those looking in that mirror saying, I trust. And then it's a process. Once you start saying, I'm going to start trusting, start trusting that feeling and start paying attention. Like you said, listen, feeling has vibration and and audio. We listen to it by by way of in in, in our stomach, in, in that solar plexus, in that sacral. So when we, it's like, you know, I may say, I may have a feeling, okay, so, okay, I feel like creating this, this project. Okay, and say that feeling is there and the project doesn't work. Okay, what was that feeling like? If now it's about learning the energy you need, the energy you feel that you know it's right, and the energy you feel when you know it's just emotion. That is a trial and error process, and it takes time. It doesn't take a lifetime, but it takes discipline and it takes, it takes a, a, some fun work to, to understand that's know thyself. To thine own self be true. When I hear something, you know, when I hear something and 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 from from the universe, one, a lot of times it's not gonna make sense. It's gonna be illogical. You can say that doesn't make sense because that's not how we think. You, you know, even though right. abstractly, we don't think like that. So one of the things it, it it's gonna sound illogical. The second one is trial and error. I did something, this didn't work. But you know what? I felt this is the way I felt. This was, it was, it was, it was a, it, it, and to make it physical, I can make it physical. It was a, it was a nervousness in my stomach that I felt. Then I'm learning. If it's nervousness, that's not the answer. 
if I'm feeling peace with it, that's the answer. Okay, so I want your feedback on this one. So we we define early on. I did a lot of a lot of study in 2012. Mm-hmm. You know, about 24 months into launching this personal brand, and we started to make you know our gut decisions. You know, together in my team and 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 how we've built this brand um, under these four core principles. We ask ourselves: Does it feel light and expansive, mm-hmm. or is it heavy and contracted? And to me, we make our decisions based on our business success by asking those questions because if, whether it's, you know, a project that we're going into, a stage we're supposed to be on, a client that we're accepting, we, we listen to that and we say, okay, is, it, it, does it, is that feeling that I get, is it light and expansive or is there something about this that just feels really heavy, really constricted? Give me your feedback and what I, you're hearing me say there. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I want you to send that to me after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how we try to teach people. I mean, we try yes. to teach people to be in, within their own yes. personal power. You know, that's and perfect. Yes. To, I could, yeah. I mean, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Does it feel light and expansive or does it feel heavy? Oh my God, how simple. See, that's what I mean. You know, the great, the great master, you know, many great masters. I'm speaking of one in particular, Yeshua Jesus. The great master said, you know, keep it simple. It's yes. it's simple. That was so simple that what you just said. Yes. Is it light and expansive or is it heavy and constricting? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, because that's, you know, because we really want to teach our people, you know, because you have the answer within you. Absolutely. And the more that we can empower people to make those decisions, because we, we remove overwhelm, right? And overwhelm is un- unmade decisions. And so when you have the ability to kind of do a gut check, and, and, yeah. and when you are basing it, and this is a lot of what you're talking about, Dr. Powell, this is exactly on point to what you say, you know, I think you do have the answers within you. We have to listen, we have to kind of gut check, and we have to follow that path because that's the path that's removing the resistance for us. And that's when things do get a little bit easier. And then we kind of get validated, right? That we are on the right path. Yes. You see, yep, absolutely, Marlo, because the more, oh, yes, the more we make a decision based on what's light and airy, the more we're going to trust. Ah, Yes. Now it's going to come become organic. Yes. Now it's, it's more so not a thinking because now in the beginning we have to think, was it light and airy or was it uh, 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 heavy and, and constricting? After a certain while, it becomes organic. It becomes natural. It becomes yes. mastery. like a breath. Yep. Yep. It's mastery, right? Mastery. We, 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 yeah. You it's, it's, you know, and, and we've learned that within ourselves. And like I said, I mean, a lot of people have asked, you know, how have we had such success in, in what we've done? And I really firmly believe taking that intuitive approach, you know, really listening to what next is the most powerful thing. And it's funny because when you take and make a decision and you go down the wrong path, you can almost pinpoint to the very beginning and said, you know what? I had this gut feeling. Mm, it just yeah. didn't feel right. Should have yeah. never done it. Didn't yeah. listen to myself. But if I would have, I would have saved myself the time and the tension that uh, was expelled. And uh, so, you know what? You get do-overs. Those Absolutely. are lessons. One, one of those. I knew I should have. And you know what? Even sometimes taking a path where, we, where, where something may not seem like that. Say, say we take a path, we make a decision, and it felt light and airy, and it didn't turn out the way we wanted. That's, that's just simply because it didn't turn out the way we wanted. That's the next step in trusting is that, okay, what is the lesson that I'm to learn? Because I was supposed to be here. Ooh, yes. I okay, was supposed so, to yeah, be. yeah. You remove the failure part where you just said, Absolutely. you know what, you were, you were supposed to, you were supposed to go through that. 
Absolutely. You were supposed to experience that because then that experience is only going to make you stronger for the next experience that's yet to come. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, my friend, we could talk to you forever, but you know, as we're coming into the close, where can we find you? What's your website? How do we connect with you on social media? Where do we Bless find your you? heart. Thank you so much. My website is www.dranitac.com. So that's Dr. Anita C. Um, on my uh, Facebook, I love Facebook. So Facebook, I'm just, what is it? Uh, Anita, you put Anita C. Powell, or I, I get, because I have so many of them. Anita C. Powell, yeah, on, on Facebook, on uh, LinkedIn, I'm also Anita C. Powell. Um, yeah, and then even call me, because I'm, I'm open for phone calls. I love to chat. I'm like, you know, I, I love <laughs> okay. the technology, yeah, but I love the voice thing, yes. you know, so yes. my phone number is area code 313. I'm Eastern Standard, okay. 313-605-8220. If you guys want to just call and talk, whatever, uh, you know, wellness and well-being, the foods. I lo- I'm a blood, as a massage therapist, I'm into the blood is your lifeline kind of thing as far as the physical yes. thing. So yes. I also teach people what foods that, that, that are good for them, what are neutral, and those that we should stay away from. Like I'm, I'm group O, and I should stay away from black pepper. I've not used black pepper in years. So I like to share that, that uh, type of information too. So I'm just, you know. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Well, this has just been an enlightening um, episode and we are just so grateful for you. So you can learn more about Dr. Anita Caprice Powell and you can visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add Dr. Anita Powell to your uh, circle of influence, connect to her different resources. Again, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Marlo. God bless you. I love you, my sister. (laughs) We invite you to share this podcast with others, and we thank you in advance for this partnership. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway in our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page, and this is where we're going to engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach passionate entrepreneurs like you to achieve complete confidence and clarity to reach your one-year goal in 90 days. Learn how you can get more done in less time with my number one proven formula for consistency and clarity. Simply go to go.marlohiggins.com to download. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. 